morning. Welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral. Today is Saturday of the second week of Lent. Our celebrant is Father Salvo. This Mass is being offered for Dorothy May Polifrone. The worship program for this morning's celebration can be downloaded at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. Hymns can be found in the blue St. Michael's hymnal. At this time, we invite you to rise for our entrance hymn, number 452, Be Thou My Vision, number 452. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Dear sisters and brothers, as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners to yourself. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, who grant us by glorious healing remedies while still on earth to be partakers of the things of heaven, guide us, we pray, through this present life and bring us to that light in which you dwell. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Micah. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your inheritance, that dwells apart in a woodland in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old. As in the days when you came from the land of Egypt, show us wonderful signs. Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance? Who does not persist in anger forever, but delights rather in clemency, and will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt? You will cast into de the depths of the sea all our sins, 
You will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from days of old. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord, <clears throat> the Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord, the Lord is kind and, and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord, the Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all your iniquities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with kindness and compassion. The Lord, merciful. he will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. Not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. The Lord, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. The Lord is kind. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, of endless glory. I will get up and go to my father and shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, of endless The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to his father, Father, Give me the share of your estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them. After a few days, the younger son collected all his belongings and set off to a distant country where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. When he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens who sent him to his farm to tend the swine. And he longed to eat his fill of the pods on which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, how many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat, but here am I dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. While he was still a long way off, 
his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your, servant, your son, but his father ordered his servants, quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then let us celebrate with a feast, because this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back as he neared the house, the, he heard the sound of music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry. And when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. He said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, you who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughtered the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always. Everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. The Gospel of the Lord. During the Lenten season, as we should always, we must meditate on this beautiful masterpiece of a parable that Jesus gives us of the prodigal son who not only so vividly tells us the story uh, about this young man and, and everything that he went through after turning his back from the father. Remember that back then it was even worse to ask for all of his inheritance because the, the inheritance would have been something so sacred that it wasn't just about asking for all his money so he can go have a party life. It was about him basically saying, I don't really care about you, Father. For me, you might as well be dead. All I want is your money, and that's really what I care about. It was very terrible what he did and, what he, what he, and then what he went through. But we also, in this parable, see ourselves... Uh, we see the Heavenly Father's role uh, as someone that is so merciful that not only is he quick to, to welcome back his son, he was waiting for him. It's, po it's possible that the house where they lived was on a hill because every single day he was looking out at the distance, at the roads, to see if by any chance that was going to be the day that his son was going to return. He was waiting for him with, with so much need to have his son back. And then we learn from the older brother, who we also want to learn from his mistakes in not being judgmental and, and, and being grateful if we've had a life that we've been close to God and not, and, and not in any way be resentful of his mercy for others. So, but of course we want to learn so much from the prodigal son and his mistakes. But something that, we, that he does is that when the father 
welcomes him and it, he is shocked and surprised by the way he is welcomed, but he accepts that welcome. He accepts the celebration. He accepts the ring and, and, and the clothes and the sandals. He accepts all of the love that the father is showing him upon his return. He could have easily said, I do not deserve this and ran away. Or he could imagine how, how ridiculous it would have been if all this happened, the celebration happened, the joy, the, the getting back to the father's embrace happened, and all of a sudden he said, the next day, he wrote a note and said, and that said something like, I'm going back to the far distant country because after more thought, I feel like I really do not deserve this and I do not believe on this mercy. It's too good to be true. And then he goes away. Well, how ridiculous would that be? But unfortunately, that is how so many of us act over and over again when we do not trust in God's mercy. We might trust in his mercy enough to go to confession. We might trust in his mercy enough to, to believe that he is a forgiving God to most people. But sometimes we do not trust in that mercy enough that it is real and that he really wants to give us a new life. And all he wants us to do is not only to acknowledge and be thankful for it, but to start living a new life with him. So many times we, we just, this, we just uh, refuse to let God forgive us and to forgive ourselves. And it is very evident when we are going to the, to the confessional for the same thing over and over again, when we beat ourselves up over and over again about a mistake, even though it has been long since amended and our lives has changed and we have asked for forgiveness in the confessional, we still go back to that. It, it, is, it is something that basically we are declaring, yes, God is merciful, it seems, but I don't believe in that so much that, that he wants to give it to me fully. It's too good to be true. And of course, we learn that that is not the case. The father is rejoicing by the fact that his son came back from being dead and being back to life, being lost and being found. And in the same way, he rejoices with each and every one of us when we come back to him and amend our lives and, and, and live according to his will. Therefore, that whole thing about refusing it later is something that we must ask him to heal us from. We must cooperate with that. We must know that, we, that he cares much more about us and the love he has for us than about our sins. We must know that if all the damage that we've done through our mistakes and sinfulness, he wants us not only to be forgiven, he wants to help us to heal the consequences of that. He, he is a God of mercy. If, if we don't believe that, then we are basically saying that Jesus Christ is not telling us the, the real truth about who our Heavenly Father is. But he is telling us here that he is a God that is always waiting for us to return home. So let us not only do that this Lenten season and always, but let us fully believe that when we come back to him, he is rejoicing with all of the saints and angels in heaven, as Jesus tells us in other instances in, in his teachings of his Father's mercy. God bless you. And now, let us ask our Heavenly Father to help us with all of our needs. 
Let us pray for our Holy Father, Pope Francis. May the Holy Spirit guide him as he leads the church. Let us pray to the Lord. For national leaders, may God be their guide in working together to ensure peace and adequate resources for all. Let us pray to the Lord. For families facing crisis, division, or strife, may the Lord reunite them in his love. Let us pray to the Lord. For members of our faith community who are preparing to enter the church on Easter, may God deepen their faith and their love for Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. For all who have died, especially for the soul of Dorothy May, may our loving God bring them home to his heavenly kingdom. Let us pray to the Lord. Heavenly Father, hear the prayers we bring to you today with trusting hearts through your Son, Christ our Lord. Amen. Pray, brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Through these sacred gifts, we pray, O Lord, may our redemption yield its fruits, restraining us from unruly desires and leading us onward to the gift of salvation through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you have given your children a sacred time for the renewing and purifying of their hearts that freed from disordered affections, they may so deal with the things of this passing world as to hold rather to the things that eternally endure. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Ah. Uh -huh. 
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, 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 amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Our communion hymn, number 746, Shepherd of Souls, number 746. Chosen pilgrim flock, 
Let us pray. May your divine sacrament, O Lord, which you have received, fill the inner death of our hearts, and by its working mightily within us, may us make us partakers of its grace through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. And let us ask our Blessed Mother that she may always help us with her prayers to trust in God's mercy. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And have a beautiful day, everyone, everyone at home. Our recessional hymn number 661. O oh God, our help in ages past, number 661. Call the office to set up. Okay.